Need a quick hit of Marketing Smarts inspiration? Here it is. We have lifted portions of our Marketing Smarts episodes for those of you who need a quick jolt of marketing savviness right now. Refer to the description for how to find a longer form version. And with that, here it is. Having a marketing department means you have a team to teach marketing to your organization, Mm -hmm. which I think, you know, back to the marketing leadership and all the commentary we just had, right? First of all, hiring a marketing team in the right way, which is what we've been talking about here, right? Really making the concerted effort to develop that department requires a lot of education within the organization before it even happens to get buy-in, right? Because it's a bit of a black box. You know, we've just talked about we stand kind of outside the normal human, (laughs) you know, way of being, which is we're generalists, not experts in a lot of ways. We have expertise. I'm not saying not that, but we we really do Mm -hmm. live in that more generalist space. And so I think what happens is companies and people and organizations don't always know what to do with us. And so if you've taken the time to educate the organization on the power of marketing and the approvals there and you're going to hire the team, then that team is responsible for coming in and not only executing at that marketing leadership level all the way through to the execution of all the different things your company is going to do. And yes, you need the balance of all of those folks, but they also need to be educating along the way and teaching the organization and making the proactive effort to do so, so that they are not met with resistance, so that other people come along on the journey. And so there is more of that, this is what we're doing and why right from the start versus the questions and pushback that seem to come up if that does not happen. Yeah. And I really think in most organizations, you know, that to the point that marketing is the only part of the organization focused on top line growth, uh, you know, at least at the big picture, it, when you so when you teach when you coach up everybody on marketing, you're coaching them up on top line growth, yes, on yes. how the company and the organization gets to top, you know, improves that part of the business, right? So I'm amazed, and I'm just a little side note because we haven't really talked about how you could build a marketing team. Like one way would be to hire W two employees. The other thing would be to outsource and all variations. And I just want to say this as a consultant type that I just think that organizations who are hiring consultants who are I think you're missing out if you're only hiring them to do and not there to teach you and teach your organization. Uh, and because and, I believe, you know, one of the principles that we live by is make everyone smarter. And I think that should be the goal in every org- one of the goals of every organization in a world that's changing as quickly as it is. So I'm, I'm trying to s- support what you're saying about teaching and training the team. And then even when you look to outside resources, make sure they also have that sort of mentality of teaching, not the mentality of I'm doing a task and getting paid because the learning is what pays the dividends over the long haul. Yeah. And I think that's a really fantastic point because it's something that we totally embrace as well. I mean, this whole podcast was developed and called Marketing Smarts for a reason. It's all about opening the black box and cutting through all the BS and making sure that, you know, these people, especially small, medium-sized businesses who may not have grown up in big brand marketing, understand marketing so that they can go apply it effectively to their businesses. I mean, we've, April probably worked for them and I've been involved with a lot of agencies who think that that is their job security, right? So they kind of keep it very tight to the vest and they won't share how they're doing the work. They're just like, ta-da, here it is, you know, aren't we so smart? Aren't we so brilliant? Aren't we so creative, right? Don't you keep need us now? Keep, you know, keep coming back, keep paying our retainers. 
which is fine. And some of that works for a lot of people, but like our mentality is always to be of service to the point where we're now reframing our tagline to building savvier marketers. Like that's our mission, right? And that's always what we want to do is we teach as we do, because that is so important in order to grow capability and competency so that marketing as a whole, as an industry, as a function, it starts to have more resonance with folks. Because like I said in the very beginning, a lot of people opt out because they think it's like some sort of bait and switch or mm-hmm. it's some sort of like, oh, just something to get me to spend money on, but doesn't really work. Right. I, I, I'd rather deal with all my like P and L things of like cost of goods sold and reduce those and drive more efficiency and all that. that. That stuff I know that's tangible. That's I can see on a P and L right. And marketing, you can't really like document that on a P and L like you can on other things. So I think, you know, that it's a really, um, it's a really good point to say, um, you know, being of service is a really important part. And that's why it's so, so important to have people who are there to kind of grow that capability within your organization. Cause it's just going to make you smarter at your business. Yeah. And I mean, we, we started doing engagements that we plan them that way, where we are just one example. This it's a privately held multi-billion dollar food company and they hire us and we, one of our roles was literally to train up a new hire on, on SEM, on digital advertising. And we took a year and, you know, for a year, it was a slow and steady sharing our point of view, starting strategically, getting into tactics. And then she ended up taking over the job and we sort of coached for another six months. And then that project ended. And that the point is that project was designed to have an end right. mm-hmm. from the beginning. And mm-hmm. it worked for everybody. And now, for the record, she's been, since been promoted and, and is overseeing other people on that subject, but then also moving on to other things. And I, and I, But my real point is just being an organization that is open to learning and then finding partners who are also open to teaching. It become, you know, it's like a shared values thing that we're all getting better together. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so let's just recap the four key points of do I really need to hire a marketing team? And hopefully we have convinced you on our very firm yes between the three of us. <laughs> Number one, a marketing team makes marketing a discipline in your organization. It signals that it is valued and that it's not the case that everyone can just do it. Number two, a marketing team ensures you're keeping up with the ever-changing world of marketing. The only thing constant in marketing is change, and marketers are the masters at managing that change. Number three, a marketing team sees the world differently from any other function in your organization. They are the generalists to your specialists and bring outside knowledge and experience in. And finally, number four, having a marketing department means you have a team to teach marketing to your organization. They tackle the misconceptions and elevate the company by sharing the wealth of their knowledge. And in our next segment, which we call In the Trenches, which for all of you listening know, this is where we give real-world examples specific to industries and situations, and today it'll be through all three of our experiences, Mm -hmm. but with broad application so that anybody listening to the point we just made about coaching and teaching, they can put it into action right away. So number one in the trenches is, I'm not sure we're in a position to build an entire team. What are our other options? So as this episode states, we believe you need some internal marketing support, right? But this could be, and we just gave the example of hiring a single person. Again, that person has to be respected. It's all the same things we said before, Mm -hmm. right? The organization has to be ready. It has to be bought in, understanding it's, you know, higher level team. But this person can then leverage an outside agency like either of ours, right? Right. 
And so we have clients too, you know, Jeff gave you some examples already of this. We have clients that do this all the time as well. Sometimes they just literally don't have enough people. Sometimes they don't have the right experience. Sometimes they need that outside thinking that I mentioned before because they're too in the doing, including the marketing team of the day-to-day of the business. That's always an option to bring other folks in, as you've already heard us say. But what we would enforce um, is that there does need to be at least one employee at the company. Otherwise, it will never take because if there isn't someone that's responsible for it on the inside, there's no way an external partner can know all of the internal workings, right? And then they aren't really perceived as understanding what's going on and being able to provide that marketing leadership that Jeff mentioned before. So we just can't be in in the same way. All of the great things about us, and we've told you there are many wonderful things about all of us on this podcast today, right? We cannot be an employee of the company if we are not an employee of the company. So our advice is, you know, let's just make sure that there's one person in there and responsible. Anne and I, you know, anecdotally will say we're also currently consulting with the client that has not historically had a marketing team. They've had doers of the things that we talked about today. And so part of our role is going to be to help facilitate finding the right person and then doing what Jeff just talked about, which is training and teaching and coaching until that person feels like they have their legs under them and then they're going to be the one to eventually take it on and take off and not to say we won't continue to be a partnership in that situation if they need us for more of the heavy lifting but it's about finding the right person for that organization who's going to be capable of carrying the torch so to speak whether we're there or not right i agree with all that what i would say is so i'm sitting here thinking okay if i'm a business owner and i'm trying to figure out who my first hire should be in my marketing team I, this is open for discussion, so I'm, I'm just I'm going to posit something, and you guys can disagree. Oh, we always like the debate, so yes. go right ahead. Because yeah, I, I think it's interesting. Because I think a lot of times we think, well, you know, we have a lot of success with trade shows, so I should just hire somebody to manage my trade shows, right? I would argue that that one person, almost no matter what, should be more of the marketing leader role, with maybe some ability. They, you should, as the owner, be able to articulate your why, why you're, why you're hiring them, then work with them to develop the goals and strategy, you know, the goals that they should be specifically achieving, how they're going to get there. And then the word, I, I think it was Anne who said it was the, you know, the capacity, idea of capacity to figure out, okay, I've sent this, I set these goals, I set the strategy. Now, what's it going to take to build that capacity to deliver on that strategy to meet those goals? And that is basically a full-time job, in my view. And they can manage that capacity could be totally external, could be part-time, it could be Fiverr. I don't, you know, there's all sorts of different things it could be, right? Uh, there's all sorts of different sort of recipes you could put together. But I would, I guess what I'm trying to say is I would argue that that leadership role, even as a small company, doesn't mean they shouldn't be able to tactically do something, you know, generate a quick news release or whatever. I'm, but but their primary role should be the keeper of the brand and the marketing effort, not being just the doer in one little area, because it, it's really hard to bring somebody in over that doer eventually, or, and it's very hard to move somebody from that, you know, if they're sort of myopically focused on trade shows, hard to get them to think about the bigger picture after they've been doing that for some years. So I don't know. So I guess what I'm doing is here I am, I'm arguing for this idea of if you're going to do it, bring on sort of the generalist, not don't start with the specialists. 
Yeah, I think that's a, a good suggestion. I would think that that probably works in 75% of situations. I would totally agree that you should bring in a generalist that has an understanding of marketing in general that's going to help you develop those strategies and those objectives and then identify the right channels. I think that is probably if I was going to hire the one person, it would be the place to start. Except if I already knew that there was a channel that was working really hard for me already, right? Which, so I'll just use an example of the trade shows. If I knew trade shows were really working and that was a really big lead gen place for me, I would probably hire somebody who was more specifically oriented towards trade shows and I'm like, okay, blow this thing up, blow yeah. it up. And, and, and I think I agree with that too. I think the thing I'd say is if you're going to do that, then you have to understand you or somebody still has to wear that leadership hat of thinking about that why the goals. And so that's has to be on you because that person, other person, I think generally it's unrealistic to think the person who's great at manager trade shows is gonna be great at the bigger picture brand issue. Oh no, you should assume they're not going to be, right? So you're, you're hiring a niche hire in order to be able to blow up a certain part of business. Eventually you're going to need that market leader, whether it's now or later, right? So I totally agree you need them at some point. But I think sometimes people get stuck in like, okay, I'm going to hire this person and they're going to do what for how long until I see a result, right? And so it's a, it's a hard for people to sit there and, and just kind of wait until somebody delivers something based on, you know, all this, you know, I'm going to do the strategy and I'm going to do all this, like, and then make my marketing planning. And then I'm going to finally do something maybe six months later. I'm, uh, like, I'm not going to wait that ooh. long. Right. So, um, that's the other thing of like, kind of like really sussing out and being patient of that some of this stuff takes some time. And if you could, especially if you're going to do it right. So if you need a short term win, then, you know, do the more tactically oriented marketing, but be careful because also you start becoming very myopic. And this is why people fall in love with the tools, right, Jeff, where they're like, oh, I'm going to just go get this tool and this tool is going to save my life. And then I'm not going to need anybody else. And I'm not going to be able to, I don't need to do anything else because this tool is going to just be the lights out, like everything that I've ever wanted, right? Which is not the truth either. You need somebody who knows how to use the tool and then how to use the tool in the context of everything else. Yes. And to your point on the time thing, I think that's a really interesting thing uh, because I basically do think that most people are way too slow and make too many excuses for why they're why their strategy is taking so long to develop, why they, you know, they don't have a clear plan. And a lot of times it's because they're treating it like a school assignment. They got to get perfect instead of trying to take baby steps towards something, you know? And I guess what I'm trying to say here is whether you're hiring somebody or you're outsourcing somebody, to me, this is why it becomes so important. I hate to be redundant here, but to really be articulating your goals and the strategy to achieve those goals, I'm not saying that has to be like a fancy document, but if you can't articulate that with confidence, then how do you know how to measure it? You don't, where do you, how do you know what milestones you should be looking at? Cause I definitely, I mean, how many times have I seen this where frankly companies give too much um, leash to a new hire or, you know, a new, a hotshot, you know, marketing oh, person yes. with a fancy resume comes in and, and they take a lot of meetings and they're always busy, but you're like, yeah, but what are you doing? But I would say that's same. It's the same thing. It's because there is no leadership in that role to hold, have accountability and clarity, um, and that's why we end up in that spot. So all I'm trying to say is, I, I think this is another thing about modern life and modern marketing is balancing. You know, you have to be able to move fast, and to me, that usually means scaling down what you're doing to some degree instead of trying to design the perfect 75-page you know, strategy report. I, I won't name the company, but I, I was, I, I was uh, somebody shared a strategy document for a, 
a global technology conglomerate that they were involved, they would do some work for. And it was a, it literally was a strategy for this sort of product, uh, uh, go to market strategy. That was the name of it. Go to market strategy for this product. There was no strategy in that document. Literally <laughs> no strategy. There was research saying who the customers were. All they love the research. All the little tools and tactic things, but nobody had the courage to say how they were actually going to go after that market. And to me, that's what strategy really is: is about picking a direction, having courage. And in uh, bottom line, I'm sorry, I feel like I'm rambling. Is the, the further down the, the sort of experience ladder that your team that you're hiring is, the less prepared they're going to be, not only to be capable from an experience standpoint of making those decisions, but also from an authority and, and confidence standpoint to be courageous enough to make the decisions that need to be made. So I sort of took that all over the place, but what I'm really trying to say is courage is a key ingredient to make sure stuff is actually getting done. Goals are a key, key ingredient to be able to judge if somebody's actually doing the right things, right? They should be able to explain how the work they did today contributes to those goals. And we, we don't do that today. We don't do that usually. Well, yeah. And I mean, I could go off about research and the so what yeah, the so <laughs> all day what. long. Yeah. But I mean, I think, yes, your point is really well taken. It's it's like just having, and I love the fact that you bring up courage because I do think if we're talking about marketers as different beasts, the ones that really can stand up and say, especially when there's dissenters in the ranks of the organization that don't necessarily believe in the power of marketing or the benefits, the ones that can stand up and say, uh, this is what we're doing and why and get it done. Those are the ones that I think reach those high levels of success and leadership. As mm -hmm. you say, it's just an inherent characteristic that I think you have to have to be able to deal with the, you know, adversaries, if you will, on a daily basis. Yeah, and I just think we've convinced ourselves uh, in across all sorts of organizations that sort of technical skill is enough mm -hmm. when actually it's the soft stuff, it's the art part and the courage to express that art where actual companies are built. Still need help in growing your marketing smarts? Contact us through our website, forthright-people.com. We can help you become a savvier marketer through coaching or training you and your team or doing the work on your behalf. Please also help us grow the podcast by rating and reviewing on your player of choice and sharing with at least one person. Now, go show off your marketing smarts.